Welcome back to the Hot Tibet's Daily Pick Show for UFC 270. Back with another great fight card for this weekend. Looking back at our first event of the year last week, we ended up going 3-0 with last week's UFC pick, so really couldn't have asked for a much better start, and we got a couple of amazing fights on slate for this one, so let's jump right in. Now, starting off this week's card, Michael Morales taking on Trevin Gills. Morales comes into this fight 12-0 and in his career. Gills is 14-3. and And poor Morales is making his UFC debut in this fight. But if we look back to September, his you know the Dana White Contender Series fight that he had against Nikolai Volokdinkov, um, completely butchered that name. Should have looked up the pronunciation. But um, he was very dominant in that fight. You know, he came into that one. Um, I don't remember what the official odds were, but I'm pretty sure he was a slight underdog. And he was just so, so dominant in that fight. And at the young age of 22, you know, it, it's it's tough to, to know what a guy's going to look like. But from what I've seen from him, going back and watching um, at least the fights that I could find of him, he is a very, you know, good fighter. Um, as far as Gills goes coming into this fight, lost his fight to Darius Police back in July and overall in the UFC he's, he's had an okay time he is five and three um, in his UFC career and he does have a seven inch age advantage going into this fight and it's definitely an advantage when guys are this young um, you know going up against a 22 year old he just doesn't have that UFC experience that that definitely helps out Gills in this fight and, and Gills is you know got some great movements in the octagon he's a very athletic guy and he just moves so soundly in the in the ring um, he's a very explosive striker you know he's got some some leg kicks that can be very dangerous when he works those in um, and he's got a good takedown defense decent ground game overall Gills is a decent fighter don't get me wrong but the biggest concern i have for him in this fight he's dropping down to welterweight for this fight you know a 15 pound um weight difference for him and i think it's definitely gonna impact how he fights in this one i don't know that we can just you know um throw that that drop out of the water especially against a guy morales who is very very explosive nine of his 12 career wins came by knockout um and he has a very excellent kickboxing background he uses his legs very very well he's a good striker especially from range he actually has a five inch reach advantage coming into this fight which is going to be huge for him here um and he doesn't have a bad ground game on top of that you know he's good at getting top control um and he's really just a very solid prospect through and through i think with the power that he has um and, and really the durability from what i've seen of him i think morales is in great shape for this fight so give me michael morales minus 115 against trevin gills Next up, jumping all the way up to the main card, the co-main event of the evening, Brandon Moreno taking on Deverson Figueredo. Um, now, obviously, the, the three-peat for these guys, the third fight in the trilogy to, to round it all out. Moreno comes into this one 19-5-2. Figueredo is 22-1. and one. Um, And for Moreno, you know, he obviously, you know, won the belt back in June, became the flyweight champion after their draw in the first fight. And I really loved what I saw from Moreno in that fight and, and really what I've seen from Moreno um, for a while now. He just continues to get better fight after fight and he's looking like a very solid guy. You know, in this fight has the size advantage, a two inch height advantage, two inch reach advantage, and he's just such a strong, strong fighter. But that's not to say that Figueredo is bad by any means. I mean, Figueredo is one of the best flyweight fighters that I've ever seen. He's got a crazy good striking ability. He has big time power when he brings that out. And he's a guy that has the ability to knock you out with one punch, which is always, you know, a concern when you're going into title fights like this. Um, but for Figueredo, you know, we saw him while he was able to do that. He just couldn't match, you know, the, the, the speed and the pace that Moreno was bringing in that first fight. You know, Moreno... Um, 
it's just so so good he fights so so fast with with so much velocity um and it's it's hard to keep up with the strikes and the jabs that he throws um his kickboxing skill set like i said is very very strong and he's a very good wrestler on top of that you know if he controls the ground moreno has himself an easy easy path to victory and Honestly, every aspect for Brandon Moreno coming into this fight, no matter what you look at, whether it's his ground game, his striking, um, his whatever, is just so, so dangerous. And he can beat you in a multitude of ways. And it's really hard to to prep and plan um, and get yourself ready for a fight like that. And not to mention, Brandon Moreno um, has never been finished in his entire career, which is very, very impressive. You know, 19 wins um, and you've never been finished. Um, also, you know, it, it really for this one from Moreno, I think it's going to be a similar fight to what we saw in the first one. I think Figueredo is going to be better. I mean, I don't think he's going to look near as bad as he did in that last fight. He, he's going to improve. You know, he's been um, training hard and, and, you know, it's just not going to be enough. You know, Figueredo, while he, you know, has a, a decent KO submission game um, and he has plenty of finishes both ways. He does get tired when he goes into the fights, and I think gas tank, especially in a five-round fight for Figueredo, could be a potential issue, especially when you're going up against a guy like Moreno, who just fights at such a high speed with with the, just the, the pace of the fight is so, so high. I love Brandon Moreno here. I think it's a pretty similar fight to the first one. Give me Brandon Moreno, minus one in 75 in this fight. And the main event of the evening, Francis Nugano taking on Cyril Gan. Nugano comes into this fight 16 and 3 in his career. Gan is 10 and 0. And let's just, you know, say it as it is. This is one of the best heavyweight fights that we have had in quite some time. I don't remember a fight um, with, with two guys nearly as good as these two um, in the heavyweight division in quite some time. And surprisingly, it doesn't seem like this fight in this card is getting near the amount of praise that it should be getting. But um, we're in for a great fight here. You know, Ganu obviously had the win back in March over Stipe to retain the title. Um, and, and as far as, you know, age experience goes in this one, Francis definitely has the age advantage. He's four years older um, and just has more fights under his belt. You know, Cyril Gan is a very, very good fighter. We saw him against Derek Lewis in August and he looked absolutely great. And, and he's definitely a guy who's on the rise. And let's be honest, even if he w loses this fight, this is not going to be his last shot at the heavyweight title by any means. I mean, um, he's a guy who's going to be contending in the division for quite some time. And it's because he's such a patient fighter. You know, he waits for his opponents to make mistakes um, before he strikes, especially with that kickboxing ability. He's just very, very technical. Um, and he's very good from range. He can sit back and, and, and punish you when you make mistakes. Crazy good power from Cyril Gan, um, a very quick fighter, very good footwork, and he's honestly just a good fighter through and through. Um, and if we're being quite honest, technicality-wise, you know, of the fighting styles of these two guys, I would probably give Gan the slight advantage there. But what he doesn't have is Nuganu's just absolutely insane power. I mean, Nuganu is is just one of the most powerful fighters that I have ever seen. His jab is so nice, um, and, and you know that heavy hitting style is just so insane um and and it can really you know leave pretty much anyone out cold in as little as like one punch um not to mention Nugano has a very good chin i mean even if he gets hit by gone's best stuff i don't know that that's like instant knockout by any means you know Nugano um definitely has the power advantage which only means so much i get it when you when you have two heavyweight guys like this one um but for Nugano, you know all of his fights he's won the 16 victories 
None of them have been anything but a finish. I think he has like 12 KOs, four submissions, um, something like that. But uh, he is a finisher, and if he wins this fight, he's going to finish it. Um, but he can't get ahead of himself. He has to be patient. I mean, Gon is a guy that if you rush out early and, and try to just be super, super aggressive, he's just going to sit back, let you tire yourself out, and then, you know, third, fourth round come, and he's he's just going to beat the heck out of you. Um, but I don't think Nuganu, if he sits back and waits and, and finds his opening for his KO, even if it is, you know, a second, third round um if he just waits and is a little bit patient and doesn't just rush out and, and go crazy i think he's in much much better shape um as far as gone goes he does have solid takedown defense and, and fast striking himself um but like i said i think his best path to victory is slowing this one down and, and really trying to control the pace here um and if we're being quite honest um I think gone as the fight goes on is going to have a hard time protecting himself um in and in, in trying to stay in the fight while also not trying to get knocked out by Nogano and and really when it comes right down to it the reason I like Francis Nogano so much in this fight is just the odds the fact that he's an underdog in this fight I mean I could see slight in, in minus or plus 130 isn't a huge dog but really I would have these fights pretty much dead even pick them um at minus 110 so give me Francis Nogano plus 130 here against that is it for UFC 270. If you listen to me, UFC action, NFL, college basketball, NBA, NHL action for this weekend, head over to hotdebits.com. Take a look at all the computer model picks up on the website. Also, if you haven't already followed the Hot Debits main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, follow all of those to stay up to date with everything that's going on there. As well as if you haven't already followed me at Hot Debits Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there to stay up to date with all the content I'm doing as well as on the Best Stamp app where you can get early access to all of the picks the second that I record each episode. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. Most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Saturday's UFC card. Thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.